This podcast contains content and language not suitable for some listeners. Welcome to Oddities and Curiosities, a podcast about murder, the paranormal, and other oddities sure to pique your curiosity. We are Amanda and Brittany. She's back. <laughs> I survived another week. Uh, y'all, it was torture. I told y'all I was sick. Yeah, you did. And I feel like a piece of shit. When I was listening uh, back to the episode, we were both making so much fun of my drama, and then two days later, I found out I was sick for reals. Yeah, she was actually very sick. So, yikes, but glad to have you back. Thanks. I apologize for my weird voice, but this is just how we're going to have to do things. I'll take what I can get. It's fine. <laughs> so, this week, we're on our 13th episode. Yeah. And... <laughs> We're doing uh, carnies, <laughs> <laughs> carny crimes, carnival crimes, what have you, just whichever. It, yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah, so we're here for fun. Why not? <laughs> so it's Wednesday though, hump day. Oh, and we're actually it actually is Wednesday this Wednesday. time. Yeah. <laughs> so hump day for reals. Yeah, and uh, we decided to stick with the carnival theme. So I went to Target. Oh, Le Target. Yes. And I got some rose lemonade. It's Fentiman's Botanically Brewed Traditional Rose Lemonade. Um, It's actually made with pure rose extract. It's divine. It's so delightful. Like, it's been around forever. I used to drink this stuff with my ex-mother-in-law. But, like, we used to buy it at World Market. But now you can get it at Target, Amazon. There's there's a few other places, but yeah, yeah. So I got this, and even Brittany can't smell. But if y'all happen to go get it, it smells like roses. I'm so like, sad. I can't. It's smell so the roses. refreshing. It's just like ah. Oh. I can still taste though, and I can Thank taste God. it, and it's delicious. <laughs> I just can't smell the roses. It's <laughs> no. so sad. I know it's a mess. But, you know, um, a very good point was brought up. Uh-huh. I'm about to take an over eight-hour road trip with my husband and son. Yep. So, it's probably a good time to not be able to smell. <laughs> so, yeah. there is the bright side to that. That is, that is a blessing in disguise. Yes. For sure. Oh, my God. <laughs> good timing. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, sticking with the carnival theme, I also got us some state fair corn dogs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love a good corn dog. They're, they are chilling in the air fryer, or I guess warming in the, warming air, fryer. In the air fryer. <laughs> I don't want a cold corn dog. Uh-uh. Who be gross. No. You know, that's one of the, one of the best things at the fair is the food. I love fair food. I love the giant corn dogs. I love funnel cakes. I love all the numerous foods they put on a stick. Oh, my God. Like, I had so many. I was like, oh, I want to do candied apples. I want to do cotton candy. I'm going to make funnel cakes. I was so ambitious. And then I was like, damn it, I'm out of time. (laughs) There's never enough time. (laughs) So, you probably wouldn't want my funnel cakes anyways. I'm not. We know. Yep. No, we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about it. Amanda is not um very culinarily if that's a word, I just made it a word. Culinary not, cur- culinarily culinarily blessed. savvy. <laughs> <laughs> I she, can she don't I just got the don't got the want to to do no kitchen because stuff. it's just me and my daughter. And when I cook there's a lot of leftovers and she doesn't do leftovers, so I don't know. Bougie like her mama. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know some others that are as well. So. 
Okay, so we also broke out some little plastic bottles of Sutter Home. <laughs> I have Pinot Grigio and Brittany has Moscato. We had to have some alcohol somewhere. <laughs> After trying the rose lemonade, <laughs> I wish I would have brought some vodka with me because that would have been so good. Yep. Vodka rose lemonade. Well, you make weekly Target trips, so. Was that a jab, madam? No, bougie ass. It was not. <laughs> I like the grocery selection at Target. They do have and some the really unique things like this walk around with lemonade. Starbucks. And I can also buy throw pillows and a new dress all at the same store if I want to. I'll confession. <laughs> I have no room to talk because you know I've had this headache for a couple of days now. Mm-hmm. FYI, I feel fine. It's just a headache, guys. I get sinus headaches seasonally it's fine okay (laughs) i do not have covid (laughs) people ask me that a lot (laughs) because we're around each other all the time they're like are you gonna go get tested i'm like well the doctor said not to unless i show symptoms and i am good to go yeah i think i'm immune i'm like superhuman oh my god i can't with her right now she y'all she even primped her hair when she did that i just can't i did i (laughs) <laughs> her messy bun <laughs> i flipped my buns today <laughs> yeah so as soon as i picked up my daughter i was like girl we need to go to starbucks <laughs> i need my pineapple matcha it's it kills my grain y'all it like not a paid plug there but for me it works really good so that's what we did we went to starbucks and she got a pinkity drinkity or pink drink or whatever the pinkity drink <laughs> I don't know what it's called I, pink drink, but I don't know if they still call it that. So. <laughs> From now on, it's a pinkity drinkity. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> oh, I am a victim of TikTok from my child. Oh my god, I don't even have a TikTok. I'm I used to make trying. them all the time. I did. It was fun, but now I feel like I'm too old for that. So I just use it to make videos for oddities and curiosities. You do that well. Thank you. That's a that's a reason to have to. I like doing those. Because I'm sure she's not going to do it. So. <laughs> okay. Speaking of social media, go follow us on all the things. Go to Facebook and Twitter at Oddities and Curiosities Podcast. Go to Instagram at Oddities and Curiosities Pod. If you want to see all the fantastic entertaining photos that we talk about during our cases and you really should people you really should you really should i don't know if you saw the photos from episode 12 but leather mark was rocking it dude we had leather mark and then we had a fab magazine luca magnata oh my god because he's so devastatingly handsome (laughs) (laughs) i mean those cheekbones though i gotta give it to him okay so he has one thing i don't i mean he does have like the pretty boy face he does oh God. he is not but he is cute pretty, but, to me well, it's because we know how no. sick and twisted he his is. his pictures are not cute to me his pictures i just i don't know i've I never can't. seen like an official model photo of him it, they were all photoshopped so i don't know <laughs> he just oh no he's not cute you no. need to look at that um the clip that we played in our episode Oh, of the you need to watch it instead of his just interview. Listening to it. Yeah. Oh my god, he is He's not cute. No, he is definitely full of himself. Okay, <laughs> all right. Anyway, sorry. Okay, yeah. so this week we're doing carnies. <laughs> yes, and I have two short cases this week. This was harder to research than I thought it was going to be because my yep. my brain thought I was going to be finding like some American Horror Story freak show type shit. Right? I didn't. They're very secretive, these carnies. They are. They, it was actually kind of hard not to find like a, well, duh, kind of case. I mean. Yeah. But I found a couple, I found two that were really interesting. There just wasn't a whole lot of information. I'm, I'm good with it. Yeah. But I got some stuff for you. Cool. So, the first one is the carny cult. And the victim is William Alt. So this is William Alt's story. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and confess something. Mm-hmm. The first line is perfect. And about half of it, I poached from an article. Okay. And I can't remember which one. That's okay. 
We'll, so we'll go back. And I'm admitting it out. now <laughs> that about half of this first sentence is not mine. I usually our bit, intros but. are or, or mine are like exact quotes when I do mine. So that's okay. Okay. So, but it was too cute and it fits us perfectly. So here we go. Okay. Here we have an extreme case of you can't sit with us <laughs> gone horribly wrong. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. <gasps> in, uh, in late 1991 and 1992, the grisly murder of William Alt, 21, involving carnival workers and Satanism, dominated Indiana and Ohio headlines for months. Oh, shit. At age 15, Mark Goodwin created his own satanic cult called Satan's Disciples. He just made it up. Cute. Uh, like, who does that? Who wakes up in the morning and says, you know what? <laughs> I think I'm going to start my own satanic cult today. Uh, Mark Goodwin did. Yeah. 15 years At old. At 15. Yes. That's scary. So uh, he would dance wildly and partake in animal sacrifice and sex rituals. I guess by himself, since he created this cult on his own. Wait, what's wrong with that? I mean, that's a normal Friday night, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're not supposed to do that. <laughs> I mean, it's frowned upon. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but eventually, Goodwin moved out of his satanic phase until he met Keith Lawrence, who had his own interest in Satanism and brought Goodwin, 20, back into it. Oh, goody. Yeah. The two drew up a contract with the devil signed in blood. Keith's brother, David, and a friend, Jimmy Pennock, 24, also joined the cult. All four men worked with a traveling carnival. In nice. The, yeah. In the fall of 1991, the men were working the DeKalb County Free Fall Fair. That is so much God. <laughs> in Auburn, Indiana. So if you want to look at the notes, I do have a picture. It says carnival. That's what the DeKalb County Fall Free Fall Fair looks like. Ooh. I know. Fun, right? It looks like some fun. Yeah. I want to go. So that's where these fellers worked. Okay. Fellow Carney William Alt discovered that some of his co-workers were members of a cult known as the Satan's Disciples. Alt decided that he would like to become a member. The cult rejected him, so Alt tried to blackmail his way into the group by threatening to tell the cops about another murder Pinnock and Keith committed earlier in the year. Hold on. <laughs> So much to process. A cult rejected somebody? Yes. So this tiny little four-person <laughs> satanic cult said, you can't sit with us. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is a, a new yes. one. And Alt, William Alt, knew that a couple of these guys had already murdered someone. Oh. So he decided that he was going to blackmail them. Oh, he's sneaky. Yeah, but this is already like Fifty Shades of Fucked Up if he's known that they killed somebody and just didn't say anything for all this time. They rejected him. He knows all this, but he Ugh. still wants to be part of the group so bad. Right. So. No. He knew about the killing of an 18-year-old boy in Fulton County, Georgia. Mm. The big problem with Alt's plan is that it didn't work on the group. The cult had a different plan to ensure that Alt wouldn't talk. Oh, shit. On September 25th, 1991, after the carnival closed, the five members of Satan's Disciples drove Alt to a secluded area, an abandoned farm building on Morningstar Road north of Auburn, to initiate him into the Satanic Church. They instructed him to lay on a makeshift altar and then began torturing and mutilating him. Yep. Nope. Nope. So nope. if you want to go look at the notes real quick, I have a picture of the makeshift altar. <gasps> that, like, Thank you. Made like oh a my God. pentagram type thing out of bricks. <gasps> like that's for real it. I mean, that's what the internet said. Oh my God. Gross, right? That is that is a spooky little scene right there. Yeah. Yep, go look at that. 
Yep. See, this is why you follow us. Yep. Don't be a bow. Go look at the photos. <laughs> <laughs> I think Bo looks at the photos now. He does. I'm super proud of him. So, Alt was tied and gagged. Mm. Keith Lawrence said a prayer to Satan before Jimmy Pinnock picked up a knife and cut Alt from his neck to his stomach. Jesus. The cultist then carved inverted crosses into Alt's flesh and asked if he was ready to die. So he was alive while all this was oh happening. He God. was cut down his entire body and was still living. Oh. But they asked if he was ready to die when he answered. And I don't know what he answered because they didn't say. I don't think it mattered. Yeah. When he answered, they slit his throat. They then cut off his hands and head and tried to burn him. When that didn't work, they threw his body into a field. Then they took the money Alt had on him and went to Arby's. Because everybody needs a roast beef sandwich after mutilating someone. And curly fries. Oh, Got to get the Arby's sauce, though. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's so gross, though. God, <laughs> I'll never be able to look at a Harvey sandwich the same way again. I, I just don't understand how <laughs> you could crave meat after dismembering someone's body. Because they're... Carnivorous? They're Because they're <laughs> Satan's disciples. <clears throat> yeah, I just can't. <sighs> Goodwin's father told the police after discovering the body on December 13th, and the cult members were arrested. So that was what... Three months later. So his dad found the body? Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, When asked about their satanic connections, Keith Lawrence said that Satanism was like a drug. You get high, and once you're over it, you've got to inject even more than the first time. All four men pled guilty to various crimes against Alt, with Pinnock pleading guilty to the actual murder. Jimmy Pinnock was given a 60-year sentence. Keith Lawrence was given a given 20 years and no david lawrence and mark goodwin were both given eight years the fuck the supreme court of indiana denied an appeal of jimmy pinnock's sentence in december 1995 so he tried to appeal it in 1995 and they said uh-uh. <clears throat> the only other picture mm-hmm. i have for this case mm-hmm. um if you want to go to the notes i do have a picture of william alt's headstone oh damn that's it for the first one. That was all I could find on that one. Ooh. But crazy, right? That is some... Oh, my... Wow. 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 It, People amaze me. I have I, to take I'm a drink just, of wine before we go to the next one. Okay. Go for it, honey. Yeah. She even... Ah, odd. <laughs> That's good stuff. It's good. I have another one if you want. I'm good right now. Yeah, let's not overdo it. I know. It's a school night. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so my next one is about the Carnival Mafia. It's the murder of the Carpenters. Okay, this one I have not heard of. This one's like ridiculous bananas. Like, yeah. I love those. Yeah. Okay. A Texas fairgrounds worker who carried out the execution of an elderly couple under the false belief he'd be initiated into a Carnival Mafia syndicate was sentenced to spend the rest of his life in prison. Okay. Rusty Lee Frazier, 37, of Aransas Pass, Texas, who was convicted of carrying out a hit job on two elderly Kansas carnival workers, was dealt a life sentence. Frazier, along with Michael Fowler, 54, of Sarasota, Florida, and Kimberly Younger, 52, of McIntosh, Florida, was accused in July 2018 of... The double murder of Alfred Sonny Carpenter and Pauline Carpenter. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to go to the notes. Girl, I'm there. And see the picture that says the Carpenters. Oh, aren't they precious? Yeah, this little old couple. Oh my god. I love his hair. And he's wearing a windbreaker. <laughs> um, yeah. They're like the cutest little things. Look, they both have on those like healing beads. <laughs> around their necks. <laughs> well, just listen. I bet, I bet they made them. Ooh. Okay. Okay. 
I didn't even know that. So the two spouses who worked as jewelry, purse, and craft vendors at the fairgrounds in Barton County were fatally shot in their camper and later buried by a creek. Oh. So if you want to look real quick in the notes one more time, um, you'll see a thing that says Barton County State Fair. So that's just a picture (sighs) of the Barton County State Fair. thought you were going to show me dead bodies by water. What? I, <laughs> no, I well, can't you, find you any dead body pictures. The way you led into it, like I thought you were going to show me dead bodies by no, water. It was so hard to find pictures for these cases. No, I'm okay with it. I don't like bodies by water. It's or in water. It's gross. It's not natural what okay. happens to a body it, with water. It's gross. But you were okay with Fritz Harmon's head in a jar. It's totally different. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody come get her. I can't. It was preserved. (laughs) A body in its natural element out in water is gross. Oh, my gosh. I can't. It doesn't look like them anymore. Like, there's things that happen. It's gross. His head in a jar (laughs) with all the right chemicals is totally different. Okay. (laughs) I'm not even going to try. The COVID has sucked the argue out of me. <laughs> I have no more. I will look up pictures as a comparison. <laughs> oh, my God. Can I finish my story? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just been a while since we've done this. You're right. We're out of practice. <laughs> Taking a week off is like a really long time on podcast It really years. was. It's like two weeks, actually, instead of just one. It ends up being almost two weeks off. Mm. Yeah. Because I'm used to doing, like... I have no concept of time right now. I don't either. And that's what's been keeping me, like, on track. That's because, like, we record an episode that week, but I'm also posting stuff for the episode before. Mm-hmm. So, it it's never a week off. Ever. Yeah. So, yeah. since we took a week off, it's almost like two weeks. We apologize. Just bear so, with us. Yeah, it's fine. The bodies of the Wichita couple were discovered in a national forest near Van Buren, Arkansas. Investigators believe the carnival workers used the couple's recreational vehicle to transport their bodies. No, how nice. Yeah, they used their own car to, like, drive them hundreds of miles. Oh, my God. It's like that dude who didn't bring his own axe. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Younger, who allegedly posed as the so-called Carnival Mafia's ringleader... Frank Zaychik messaged Frazier and Fowler on social media and convinced them they'd be initiated into a carnival mafia group if they carried out the execution of the Carpenters. The Carpenters were both shot twice in the head with a 9mm pistol. Their bodies were later recovered from a shallow grave which had been covered with a mattress in Arkansas's Ozark National Forest. Oh my god. Raise your hand if you've been there. <laughs> you have? <laughs> yeah! Uh oh. Yes, ma'am. I'm sure there are many people that have. Wow. Okay. Fowler, under the impression he was corresponding with Zaychik, texted Younger after the slaying and said, It's done. They're dead. Ugh. Posing as the mobster, Younger allegedly praised the two carnival workers, then instructed them to clean up the crime scene, dispose of the couple's bodies, and leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Deep breaths, Younger texted, according to the police. The first is always the hardest. Jen sent me pictures of the man. I sent on to the heads of council. War is over. Oh, my God. (laughs) Authorities later allegedly found a Facebook profile for Frank Zaychik on Younger's phone. Ah! Younger had me suckered the whole fucking way, and I just threw my whole life away, Fowler later said. <laughs> I, 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 how stupid do how you, do you How did you not see that this was not going to go well? How stupid do you have to be to think that there is such a thing as a carnival mafia? And if there was a carnival mafia, why in the actual would you want to be a part of it? If there was a carnival mafia, I would watch the shit out of that show. <laughs> <laughs> And another thing, <laughs> that's not how the mafia communicates. No. Does anybody watch Sopranos? They're not going to put that in writing. No. They're oh going to meet God. you at the sandwich shop and talk about it. They do put it in writing. They're going to shove it up or in one of your orifices. I mean, that's 
They're they crazy. Yeah. It's not going to go in writing. They're not going to text it to you. Mm-mm. Tony Soprano would never text you instructions. Never. Ever. Yes. It's, it's ridiculous. Sloppy. Oh, Get it I together. Can't. Right? Investigators were quick to debunk the notion of a carnival mafia, probably for all the reasons we just stated. Probably. But nonetheless, were puzzled by it. Van Buren police <laughs> previously referred to the supposed criminal syndicate as, quote, definitely made up. Agreed. Right? <laughs> District Court Judge Mike Keeley sentenced Frazier to life in prison with no possibility of parole for 50 years for each of two counts of first-degree murder in the Carpenter's deaths. The sentences will run consecutively, meaning he wouldn't be eligible for parole for 100 years. Nice. Right? Fowler was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole for 100 years. Younger has pled not guilty to capital murder and five other charges related to the Carpenter slayings. Mm -hmm. She also faces life in prison if convicted. I couldn't find whether or not she was. I hate it when they do that. I know. I looked and looked, but I couldn't find a more updated article. So I, I don't know. I'm surely she was. We'll just keep an eye on it. Yeah. Uh, prosecutors previously took the death penalty off the table. Then, a little Shyamalan twist for you. Okay. Christine Tenney, 40, of Lamarck, Texas, was also sentenced to 59 months in prison for aggravated robbery related to the couple's killing. Wait, who is this bitch? I don't know. (laughs) I couldn't find anything else about her except for that she had some sort of little minor involvement. I don't know if maybe, I don't know. It says for robbery, aggravated robbery. Okay. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe she was just along for the ride and then she was like, well, I'm going to get something out of it too. But she wasn't charged with an accessory to murder though. Oh. So I have no idea, but um, this bitch got in trouble too. I don't, I mean, I don't even know. Okay. Mystery. But uh, hold on. I'm not quite done. In addition. What? The Texas woman was slapped with an extra eight months in prison for obstructing law enforcement. Then, Thomas Donald Drake, 32 of Van Buren, Arkansas, pleaded guilty to one count of obstructing apprehension. So I'm guessing maybe he was harboring the fugitives. I don't know. I have so many questions. I know. Okay. Probably got buried by the Carnival Mafia. Look, we're going to keep it up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the clowns did it. <laughs> Frank Zaychik exists. There is a carnival mafia. Oh my god. Oh my god. But I got all excitable and <laughs> didn't mark my other picture. So let's go look at it now. Okay. Oh. So if you go to the notes and look at the one that says suspects. Yeah. So. Oh. The one on the left is Kimberly Younger. That's the one that was pretending to be the mafia guy. Guy? Okay. She was pretending to be a guy. I see it. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) If you don't have nothing. The dude in the middle is Fowler. Oh, my God. I can't. The dude in the middle is Fowler. And the Mm. dude to the right is Frazier. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's take just a moment though. Uh, Hold on. Let's just take a moment. Okay. To appreciate the t-shirt. The t-shirt collection. <laughs> Thank you. We have an America shirt on Kimberly. She's got a flag going on. I don't know what's behind the flag, but it looks like lace. I don't know. Anyways. That, that's what makes it dainty. Yes. Then Frazier has got what looks to be a wolf t-shirt. Yeah. Which I would assume is like a, a staple. face? Yeah. I'd assume that's a staple in the closets of carnival workers across America. They all are. They're and all black t-shirts, okay? Frazier is wearing a poison t-shirt. Yeah. I'm digging that one. So, that those are my cases. Yeah. That's what I got. I like it. Those are my carnies. <laughs> I like your carnies. Thanks. <laughs> My case. Uh, okay, a little bit of background because I'm super I have to excited stop about you real quick. It. What? And then tell me what you're super excited about. But you said, here we go. And I so badly wanted to sing. Here I go again on my own and I can't <laughs> sing. <laughs> I tried it in the car, y'all. I would never subject you 
to, to that. But I sing before we record on the way to Amanda's house. It was so bad. And I just wanted to sing and I couldn't. Next time. I don't know. You Y'all rest. just wait. You rest. Y'all just wait. Y'all, it's y'all can be all sing it. Y'all it's are all singing it. It's going to be ridiculous next week. It is going to be ridiculous. I'm going to get drunk and I'm going to sing to you guys. Oh my God. Y'all. <laughs> y'all just get ready. <laughs> okay. Now tell me oh, what you're so shit. excited about. Okay. So I heard this case when I first started listening to podcasts and I've, it's always one of those that stuck with me. And when I saw what our topic was, I went and looked it up, and there have been new developments. Yay! That's so, always fun. Yes. So, that's and it's a really good new development. So, that's, that's why I'm doing this one. My case. James Michael Wright. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On the morning of March 19th, 2019... A 23-year-old man veered over the center line and collided headfirst with a school bus, contorting his silver Chevy pickup truck into a collection of scrap metal. Don't worry, the kids were okay. But the driver, James Michael Wright, had to be airlifted to the hospital for a broken leg, hip, and arm. And as the wheelchair-bound man would soon tell his Facebook followers... That he was going to be okay, just needed thoughts and prayers as they poured in from friends and family. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't feel sorry for him. Yeah. Yeah, you ever hear of a little thing called karma? <laughs> it's a bitch. It's a bitch. It's a bitch. Turns out that, air quotes, Mr. Wright was actually a person of interest in the disappearance of Athena Hobson. And police had been looking for him. Voila. <laughs> and he was delivered on a silver platter. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> on a stretcher. <laughs> um, James actually worked for a subcontractor called Pony Express. <laughs> okay. Uh, they provided their services to different traveling carnivals. The carnival that he was actually working for at the time was called Drew Expositions. They are a little carnival that travels up and down the East Coast. And they actually have pretty cool little rides. And um, they are just getting started again. Like COVID kind of put a little hold on their business. But they are ready to get fired back up in Virginia. And um, you should take a look because... They're, they're midway, which is like where all of the games and stuff are. They have this cool ski lift that goes over the whole thing. The ski lift thing is an awesome idea. I like it. Like if, if ours had that, I would, I think it would bring in more people. Yeah. There's a lot of lazy it looks people cool. here. So little Mr. James was the one who gave the pony rides to all the kids. He even did free ones sometimes. I bet he did. <laughs> I bet he did. They called him the pony guy. <laughs> pony boy. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I did that, too. <laughs> I was like, is his best well, friend, pony boy. <laughs> is his best friend Soda Pop? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, well, just, just, uh. I bet well, he hates me, them filthy greasers. Probably. <laughs> I'm about to give you a little description of James Michael Wright. Okay. I'm ready. He was described as a good old southern country boy. Not the sharpest crayon, crayon in the box or whatever. Uh, but a polite and respectful one. He loves some Facebook. On Facebook, Wright's bicep bore a tattoo of guns with the words, Freedom isn't free. He, he fucking all. <laughs> oh, honey. Oh, my God. That makes me think of Team America. Have you seen Team yes. Freedom isn't free. <laughs> There's a hefty fucking fee. I'm pretty sure that's where that came from. If you don't put in your bucko five, who will? Freedom <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. I watched that movie twice while I was sick, so it's fresh in my mind. Oh, life. no. It's on Netflix right now, so. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. I'm yep. sorry. Okay. I'm going to be watching that this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, needless to say, he was an avid gun enthusiast who often proudly displayed his rebel Confederate flags, whichever you want to go with. Under professional skills, the page lists shooting. <laughs> <laughs> The cover graphic reads, I come, I fuck shit up, I leave. Oh, my God. Is he from (laughs) Shreveport, Louisiana? (laughs) No. (laughs) He might as well be. Virginia. Just as bad. You you know how them Virginia people be. (laughs) I'm not. No. My family's not from Virginia. I know. That's why I said no. And I was just kidding. But. And some of them are. Y'all know the accent. I mean. We we get made fun of for our accents as well. So it's terrible. It's all terrible. Yeah. Um oh wait, I'm not done with Facebook. Okay. His Facebook check-ins include a county fair. <laughs> his likes on his page include Donald Trump, Trump's daughter Ivanka, the actor Mark Harmon, Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to open up a can of whoop ass on you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> crack up in that natty lie, babe. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Other pages devoted to guns and other intriguing oddities. Oy. I the oddities. Oy. Yeah. But his friends referred to him as Tater. <laughs> tater? Yep. Oh, my God. Yep. Yep. And <laughs> let's see, this this was uh, five years ago that he wrote on Facebook that, quote unquote, my mental age is like six. That that was one of his posts. Why would you advertise it? Hey, I, Oy. y'all don't start crawling over him like and scratching and clawing oh my just, just yet. Would y'all like to see <laughs> James see. Michael Wright? Let me see. <laughs> It's called Facebook. <laughs> what in the actual fuck is happening in this montage of pictures? Well, we've got his y'all. freedom isn't free. Y'all. Tattoo. Y'all. This guy. <laughs> I, I bet money there is a carbon copy of this man in like Blanchard. <laughs> or Doily. <laughs> No offense to anybody that listens from Blanchard or Doy Lane, but if you get on, like, if you get on our page and you look at these pictures, you'll understand. But yeah, so we've got the uh, freedom isn't free. You've got his rebel flag bandana, and I brought the awesome Family Guy T-shirt. I mean, <laughs> I do love Stewie Griffin. I do. But, uh... But no. I'm still not okaying it. No. No. Okay. So, let's travel all the way back to two days before the crash, to March 17th, when James picked up Athena Hobson. He actually hired her to clean his mobile home. Uh, She was supposed to return home the next day. Right, arrived to pick her up for the job, but she never came back. <laughs> like, <laughs> Is that your mysterious voice? Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> we made her squeak. <laughs> That's great. Good times. So, oh, I have commented. I said his house must have been really disgusting. (laughs) I mean, an overnight job. Come on now. Uh huh. There was a sure. Never mind. Yep. Okay. Then two days later came the news of the bus crash. He claimed he got into the accident just after dropping her off at her cousin's apartment in Johnson City, Tennessee. It was about 40 miles south of Mendota. Like, that's where he lived. He lived in Virginia. But he picked her up in... But she lived in Tennessee. But he picked her up in Virginia, where the carnival was. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. 
Um, the cousin knew that he was lying, and so she and Athena's mother reported her missing on the 21st. The last person person she was seen with was James. I have a picture of Athena. Okay. It says Athena Hobson. She's a little bitty thing. She is a little bitty thing. Yeah, like teeny tiny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In April, police that were looking for two other women in Tennessee and Georgia realized the common denominator in all three cases. The women all somehow knew right through the carnival, which made them question if they actually had a serial killer. Like, I have a PSA. Yeah? If he works for a traveling carnival, just say no. For goodness sake. Well. No. 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 For Athena, I think that she actually had the potential to not fall into this trap. But for the two others, um, they were a little gullible. Okay. I'm I'm just going to say it right now. Tell your friends. <laughs> this should be a rule. We've had this discussion. Have they not? Like, oh my gosh. Facebook was obviously around. Yeah. Show your friends who you're going with. Mm-hmm. Actually, like, some of the victims, they, they did actually meet him. And that's where the descriptions came from. Like, people said that he was polite and respectful and seemed fine. They always are before they kidnap and rape you and then leave you for dead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if y'all have ever seen the movie She's Out of Control. I have not. It's a good one you need to go watch. It was back in the 90s. I like 90s it's movies. It's with Tony Danza and uh, this other, like, really famous actress back in the day. Uh, his teenage daughter, like, gets a makeover when he goes out of town and turns into this, like, beautiful goddess. And so she starts dating all these guys. And he follows this rule book from sci- from some psychologist. And, like, one of the rules was he's too good to be true. He's too perfect. So that's what makes him, like, oh my God. the worst guy ever. Confession. What? About 50% of the time you were talking, all I could think of was that Friends episode where Phoebe sings, Hold Me Closer, Tony Danza. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Danza. Danza. <laughs> I love Friends. Yes, I love Friends too. It's That's so great. good. Okay, so what's it called again? Oh, she's out of control. She's out of control. Okay, okay. It's one of those good ones back with like "Can't Buy Me Love" and all that. It's in that same era. What is Can't Patrick Buy Me Dempsey? Love? Oh my god! All right, it's we're a having chick a movie. It's it's chick movie. It's back in like I didn't watch a whole lot of chick- Goonies, The Breakfast Club, okay. like Breakfast that. Club is eighties, isn't it? Yeah, that's Molly Ringwald. That's the eighties. Yeah, that was eighties. Okay, well, it, it's like in that same okay. genre. There we go. Okay, okay, it's it's a good one. Okay, based on previous interviews with him, the police began drawing up search warrants. By May, they had what they needed. Dun, dun, dun. Inside Wright's totaled truck, they found Hobson's cell phone. They acquired another search warrant for his house after that. On May 10th, James greeted them at the door in his wheelchair, and he invited them in and agreed to let them search his property. Inside, they found even more items, including things belonging to the two other missing females from Tennessee and Georgia that they were looking for. What an idiot. You know what? He I kept bet, the trophies. I bet he was thinking, okay, well, uh, like, they're in different states. They're not going to connect the dots. Right. Bet money. Well, guess what? Somebody had a brain and figured the shit out. So, yeah, he let them search. And uh, the the things that they did find, they're not listed. But it obviously had to be something that provided positive identification mm-hmm. like maybe a school id or something like that but they did actually also find two bodies they have been identified as 22 year old elizabeth marie van meter of carter county tennessee and 17 year old joycelyn alsop of cobb county georgia oh no oh yeah uh joycelyn's father actually worked at the carnival with james for like four years 
Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. So that's how they knew each other. So that was her life kind of. Okay. So I can see where yeah. she, that would have been the norm for her. Yeah. But he was 23, dude. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. Gross. Yeah. And even some of Elizabeth's family members met him. That's what I was talking about. Like her sister-in-law met him. And that's the one that said he wasn't the sharpest crayon in the box. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, he's super twisted. But I do have pictures of Elizabeth and Joycelyn. Okay. Elizabeth Van Meter with her cute little selfie. Duck lips. Yup. We all do it. Yep. And then Joycelyn. Joycelyn actually is like a person of many faces. Sometimes she has short hair. Sometimes she's all girled up. But this seems to be her norm. Okay. The most natural picture I could find. Okay. And she brushes. Mm-hmm. Y'all. Baby. Yep. 17-year-old baby. On Friday, just after the police found the bodies, Wright finally started confessing. Between February 28th and March 17th, police say Wright killed three women between the ages of 17 and 25 that he met at the Carnival Fairgrounds. He lured them back to his home before fatally shooting them. Y'all, that's three murders in 18 days. That's insane. Yep. Yep. He, oof. I don't know. According to Wright's alleged confession, he killed Elizabeth Van Meter on February 28th after getting into an argument, then buried her outside near his home. Van Meter's parents reported her missing March 17th. Court documents obtained describe Van Meter as cognitively disabled with the mental capacity of a 13-year-old. Okay. So there's that one. I, that's totally fucked up. Mm-hmm. Her body was found in a shallow grave behind his home. On the evening of that killing, Wright posted a meme on Facebook from another account that appears to be his. Hello, Luca Minata. How you doing? Oh, my gosh. I know there's a special place in hell for me, it said. It's called a throne. Fucker. Wow. Yeah. 17-year-old Joycelyn Alsup was reported missing on March 8th. Wright allegedly shot and killed her the next day. According to court documents, Wright claimed that they had sex in the woods consensually near his house and that he accidentally shot her while trying to shoot an animal. If you are so skilled with your guns, you mm. didn't accidentally shoot her. Mm-hmm. 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 You probably raped her and didn't want her to tell on you. Well, I mean, it's statutory rape anyway. Either way, because the age of consent in Virginia is 18. Yeah. Yeah, so, so he was screwed no either way. What, yeah, he raped her and didn't want to get in trouble, so he shot her. Yeah, and then he placed her body beneath a stack of logs in the woods near his house. I can't. Yep, one more. And lastly, on March 17th, Wright allegedly shot Hobson in the head twice. <sighs> Accidentally? Yep, it, yep, this one's even better than the last one. Hold on. He claimed this time that they were going for a walk and that he tripped and shot her in the head. <laughs> then tripped again. Oh no! Oh no! Then tripped again and accidentally shot her again, according to court documents. But rather than bury her, Wright claimed that he put her in the back of his truck to take her to the hospital. But on the way, her body fell out and rolled down into a river embankment near a Nordic road bridge. And then he just left it there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He. I mean, that all makes sense. Totally. I mean, maybe he didn't realize that she fell out. You know, like when people lose items in the back of their truck going down the highway and they realize like five miles down the road. Oh, shit. My the mattress car. flew <laughs> off. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> I can't. But here's what really happened. He actually pulled over and put the body in the water. And this is the new development. She was not found until January of this year. Wow. They found her. Uh, detectives went off of a tip that went back to the area where the search was first conducted, and they found the skeletal remains. Her body was sent to the medical examiner's office, and the autopsy revealed that Hobson's body had, that she died from an apparent gun, gunshot wound, and it was definitely more than one. So. Wow. But they did find her. I'm glad they Thank found God. her body. Yeah. Yeah. So they finally got some closure. 
Uh, he used a 22 caliber caliber rifle in all of the killings, and it was actually recovered from his grandfather's house out in Mendota, Virginia. Stupid. Mm-hmm. Wright has been charged with three counts of capital murder, three counts of using a firearm in committing a murder, and three counts of concealment of a dead body. Officers and the FBI did look into intel to determine if... He had killed anybody else. I mean, he was in a traveling carnival. There could be many more victims. Oh, yeah. And But these are the only ones that he has confessed to. So I'm hoping these are actually the only three. Yeah. Uh, well, he's not going to confess to something unless they have evidence. So. No. He thinks he's a smooth criminal, which is the title of my next picture. <laughs> I saw <laughs> so that. That kind of <laughs> flowed very well. Thank you very much. <laughs> this is when he got booked. I can't. Yep. He looks so smug. Ugh. I was just about to say he's got a smug little smirk on his face. I don't have any sympathy for you, you asshole. Not a bit. Nope. Um, the death penalty is definitely on the table. Good. Um, since there's been new developments, they're actually reconfiguring a lot of things. Um, so he's being held without bail in the Southwest Virginia Regional Jail. Good. Yep. So y'all know where he's at. <laughs> you cannot write him letters. Oh, come on. No, I don't want to write this dude. I don't like him at all. I don't want to know anything about why he did what he did. I don't want to know. 18 days, three people. Like, just. That's insane. Like, it's nothing. And then they were all accidents. I watch a lot of criminal minds. Mm-hmm. And they would call that spree killing. I fall asleep to forensic files. Okay. I know. Yeah. I fall asleep to criminal minds. Love it. <laughs> It's soothing. I think it we've is. talked about it before. Probably. Yeah, because their voices are really soothing. I can't help it. Steven falls asleep to Forensic Files. It's good. It's good. Yep. Okay, so yeah, there's my case. That's great. I mean, yeah. it's not great, but it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Carnies. I know. I'm just so glad they found Athena. Yes. Like, that was a that big was, thing for so many years. That was an awesome development. Yeah, I love that. So that's it. That's awesome. Woohoo. A little bit of housekeeping. We got how many reviews now? Seven. 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 Mm-hmm. We got seven total reviews. Thank you guys so much. Y'all uh, just go leave us a tiny review. Yeah. Do we sound pitiful enough? I hope so. <laughs> that was the goal. Okay. Okay. But the stickers are super cute. Maybe we, maybe we need to post a picture of them. <sighs> I was trying to keep Come it a on, mystery. Social media guru. Fine. I will post a picture of the stickers. They're really cute. They are really cute. And what else? Oh, I don't know if y'all look on social media or whatever, but we've been doing cross promoting. Oh, yeah. With another podcast. I'm sure y'all have heard his ad. Mm-hmm. But we're playing on his. So go give him a little listen and see if you can hear our ad. Yeah. Our ad plays yes. at the beginning of his too. Yeah. But go give it a listen. It sounds like totes professional. You would think that we knew what we were doing. Like it's pretty cool. Yeah. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Also want to give a shout out to Amanda, Craig, and Steven for our art, music, and editing. Yes, ma'am. You guys are awesome. Completely. Um, come back next week. <laughs> oh, I will give you all a little hint because I looked at the topics because I wanted to see what next week was. <laughs> and it's going to be a little spooky. It is. I'm so excited. Yep. Okay. Yep. So come back next week for some spooky. Yes. Okay. Bye, you guys. Bye, y'all.